romántico molestando con una vipa me pregunta si te quiero yo te digo que no estoy lista y no quiero comenzar what is up mi gente this is luis martinez aka big chief burrito your co-host of the Mi Gente Show podcast. I know we've been away for a couple of weeks. Sofia and I were covering the San Diego Latino Film Festival 30th anniversary. Mi Gente Show was a media sponsor. So we were on location hosting a bunch of Q&As. We have showcases. We were doing interviews. You can catch a lot of the clips and stuff from that on our new YouTube channel, at Mi Gente Show on YouTube. And you can also catch us live when we stream our episodes at Mi Gente Show as well as at 2am burrito on YouTube where we stream live every week. This episode will be a catch up. Um, we met a lot of new people. Hopefully you're listening to this today. A lot of people were asking us, what are you going to cover? Um, Baboni and Kendall Jenner. So yeah, we talk about that. We also talk about the major stories of the week, like Trump, maybe, maybe not getting arrested as well as a few other tabs that we missed. Um, and we do a big festival recap and sort of lay out what the plans are for the show moving forward. So If you haven't already, hit the like button on this episode, wherever you're listening to. Give us a rating. Give us a follow. Um, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you to all the people that we met that got stickers. Um, send us your sticker pictures where you put them. Um, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you what you think about the show. And we look forward to continuing to react to music and culture from a Latino perspective. Thank you for everybody that we met. It was a pleasure. And as always, enjoy the podcast. Live. I forgot. What's up, everybody? It is your boy Luis Martinez, aka Beach Chief Burrito, live with you on a Friday afternoon drive time. Yep. We had the show uh, straight from San Diego, California. Hell yeah, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back in our element. Um, live and alive, as they say. And uh, we're doing a little festival recap and a little short stream this afternoon, this evening for you. What's up, Sophia? Ah, nothing much. Nothing much, Lou. It's been a hectic week. Still decompressing from last week. And then I went straight in to do more things this week. And so, you know, how you feeling? Yeah, Good you though. had a you booked a job right after this, right? Yeah, they booked me in that Friday during the festival. They were like, we booked you, so you need to be in LA. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was the Monday right after this, the festival. Right. Yeah. No, I, um, no matter what I, I had, um, there's always a festival hangover, mm -hmm. just like there's a comic can hangover or like when you are a show and, you know, like a, a theater show. And there's always that, there's always that hangover for a little bit afterwards. Um, because your serotonin levels get high, get a little mm -hmm. high. Uh -huh. And then, uh, and then obviously there's always a drop. So you got to do a little self care for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Take it easy on yourself. You can't expect to be at, you know, up here yeah. all the time. It's just not natural. So, um, but knowing that is good. So it took a couple of days to decompress, like you said, relax, took some vitamins. <laughs> How long did it take you to get out of this uh, post-festival coma? <laughs> no, you know what? Not really. It wasn't, I, I, I didn't really feel like the, I, I didn't really feel a huge low afterwards. Um, maybe because it's so prolonged, two weeks, you know, 11 days, and then the whole lead up to it. Um, but, but yeah, I just slept. I slept a lot. It was just, it was just going from one day to the next, and then having a day job still. Jeez, that'll put it out. Of, that'll that'll get it. That'll get you. Um, 
but there was so much, so much good stuff that that I think it sort of it superseded all. Uh, it, it left me with a good feeling. It wasn't like, oh my god, it's over. It was more like, oh man, we got through it, and we got to meet all these people and yeah. we made all these connections, and all these people are now aware of our show, and it was a huge thing for us individually, um, but also as a as a team and also as a show. So, yeah. and I and I know you were not apprehensive, but you were like a little bit like, what's it gonna be? What's is it gonna be like? Work, work, like what? Because at, at first I was telling this is a huge deal for us. This is going to be big when we became media sponsors. And you were a little, you were a little, but how do you feel after it happened? How do you, how do you feel that, that it went? Good. I mean, yeah, go, definitely going into it blind because you've been working for the festival for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've attended once and I wouldn't count the second time just because it was the COVID year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot of networking, rubbing shoulders, meeting people type of deal. Um, So yeah, it was more so of like, just, I guess, jumping into the unknown and as a media sponsor. And then also just maybe like, you know, being new to podcasting and hosting and interviewing people. It was also like, all right, well, this is going to be a test and we'll see how it goes. And then networking. It's just like, it feels like you're juggling all these things. But I definitely think that like, it was um, a good opportunity to learn, grow, network and meet awesome people and like, yeah, man, the batch of people from all over the world that came for the festival was just like amazing. It was amazing. So I had a great time and I'm excited to do it every year now, if we can, if they'll have us. <laughs> if they'll have us and wow. we might be ha- adding you to the um, selection committee, maybe yeah. get you some chances to to watch some of the movies leading up to it. I think that maybe it was the only thing because I, I know that once you once you get there and you watch the movies, you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely well, you know, I like to prep and like watch and know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, you knew all of the movies, and I was like, uh-huh. Yep, that one. Haven't seen it yet. Can't wait. Yeah, that's what happened. So I'm excited to be part of the selection committee and just kind of like watch them beforehand. And you know, yeah, I'm excited. Hi, mama. My dog. Oh, look at that. Uh yes, yes, yes. Uh so personal lose i guess would be we got through the festival we did we survived yes we're gonna be able to get back onto a more real um more i don't want to say routine because we change it up a lot but more weekly streaming schedule Mm -hmm. um and we also um for our audience that that is the audio uh, podcast um on a we are now we have episodes stacked up so that there will not be a lull in episodes even if we take a week off we're going to be able to consistently post episodes Mm -hmm. um every week so there's a bunch of stuff that we recorded during the podcast during the festival before the festival Mm -hmm. um and that we'll start recording now that we will use to kind of catch up and make sure that the audio audience is completely engaged moving forward as you deal with your dog yep yep she's just over here ruining my backdrop Great. Hi, Mama. She missed me. I just got home today. That's the thing. So I literally came home, um, talked to you, said yes to the podcast, and then took a nap, and now we're here. So she's just kind of like, spend time with me, play with me. Huh? She missed she miss a Mama. I was gone for a week. Like, that's why. Well, not a week. Like four or five, four days. Yeah. yeah. No, you, were, you went straight to L.A. No, I've been just home, and... Um, 
as I told you, I've been, um, I, I took the plunge. I did the math on, on, um, cause I had been going to the gym pre COVID and then COVID I stopped. And then afterwards yeah. it was just like a little thing. And, um, I really didn't have the money to pay like 50 bucks a month for a for month to month membership. So, um, I did the math on it and I got a one year membership for 300 bucks at the gym, which, which comes out to like 24 bucks a month. Nice. And I get, I get two buddy passes so I can always go with somebody if I want. Oh, and that's I get, um, so, um, so yeah. And I've been, I've been there. I was two days, the last two days I went mm -hmm. and today is my first day off because I kind of, you know, I'm sore as hell. You know, Damn. And I'm just, and I'm you haven't slowly. been taking rest days. No, this is my first rest day. This is my first rest day. This is my first rest day. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. I want to be. We'll see if I hit if I hit my goal by next March, mm -hmm. uh, so I can be a little bit more mobile around the festival. You know, really? I was catching some of the pictures, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the face is always going <laughs> to be there. The face is always always going to slay. But you know, I need the mm -hmm. I need the rest of, I need the rest of me to catch up with it. You know, <laughs> uh, so we'll see how it goes. Um, so, what was your uh, other than the networking and all that? What was your other? What was your favorite part of the festival? Um, oh man, uh, it was honestly. I mean, there's the desmadrosa answer, and then there's the more like actually lovey dovey gushy answer. So the desmadrosa answer is I really enjoyed all the free drinks and partying, and you know, hanging out with my friends and new people and making new friends. That was very. Um, I'm an extrovert, so I loved that part for sure. Um, and then the more mushy answer would also be kind of the high that I got from watching so many good films. Um, I went into this year with like, I hadn't watched a lot of movies last year. I kind of slacked. And so this year I was like, I need to watch more movies. I need to watch, you know, be more, in, uh, be more, uh, uh, como se dice? like, I want to try to do that more. And so just doing this festival and watching really good films, your selection was amazing. I hate to make your head grow bigger, but I it, like the, the, I could raise a showcase. Amazing. Um, I watched the horror one. That was great as well. So yeah, man, it was just watching like all really good films from all over the world. Like it was, that was definitely, I loved it. Loved being in the movies and just chilling watching really good filmmakers yeah it's things. almost like you're there at the festival but you forget that there's movies to do because there was there was a sound there's, stage there's the art mm -hmm. stuff yes um, exactly there's so much going on outside that you're like oh right we're here to watch movies and then yeah and then all of a sudden you're like oh and then when you get when you get the chance to take a little break and to just sit in a theater for a little while it just mm. feels like ah oh. glorious well so good all right so it's if so you guys good. are watching or if you're tuning in, let us know if you went to the festival, what your favorite part of, or if you saw the pictures and you fell in love. What was a, what was your biggest FOMO moment? <laughs> what was your favorite you were... moment uh, from the festival? Uh, my favorite moment is always the Q&As and getting to connect filmmakers with their audiences and filmmakers with each other. So, yes, um, you know, I'll pat myself on the back. Somebody said... Uh, in a post that the I Can Reyes a Comedy Showcase this year was the best short film block they had ever seen. Yeah. So I'll take I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I was 
very, very, very excited when I programmed it and when I saw the movies, how they stacked side, uh, side to side, one after another. What's up, Kurt, in his new house? Hey, he's Kurt. no longer Florida, man. Oh, he's now, he's now North Carolina, man. <laughs> Joining us from North Kakalaka. Um, so when I saw the film stacked up and, and how they were going to play, um, you know, everything from Jordan's film to um, Wish Upon a Disco Ball, um, I felt that I that I did a good job of capturing a wide range of representation mm-hmm. and uh, a wide range of um, of colors of of Latinidad of types of humor. There was some obviously crazy humor, like I like to do. There's some adult humor. There was some very um, family friendly humor as well, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so I, I really enjoyed that part of it. So I'm, I'm a. I, I think that was like my favorite part is the Q and A's, watching the movies I selected with people, and really a lot because there's nothing like day one shot one for filmmakers. There's nothing like when you get that final edit and there's nothing like watching your movie with an audience and mm-hmm. seeing them react. So seeing people react to those movies and seeing themselves on screen, being in a, in a room full of filmmakers and allies and Latinos, I guess, cause you can't forget the allies that, that turned out, um, yeah. you know, all of that was for me very, 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 very fulfilling. Um, mm-hmm. Cause obviously I don't do I don't curate for the money um, because <laughs> what? It, because uh, if you if it, it would kind of it, it between the 200 movies and all the hours and resources that I put into the festival, it comes out to like two bucks an hour what we make. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, I, I would this is something this is yeah or less less than <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was uh, it was. It's it's how it fills me with joy to to watch 200 movies a year and to see that there's so much Latino talent in front of and behind the camera, and to see somebody like um, Anila Kaplan come from the way from Uruguay to watch Años Luz and, and and engage with an audience and and have her be there and talk about being a, a producer, uh, or Jeanette Godoy coming down from LA to see you know um, that, and then you know the team from, like I said. Um, illegally brown down here you know um who so all of that stuff for me was very important um and it and then that just that fills me up with joy yeah with joy with joy it was very clear that you took a lot of like tender love and care into picking your films because they were all it was very well balanced when it comes to like the type of humor the representation latinidad and then also the themes um you know there were some that were i mean they were all they all had heart but it was just like in different ways and touched on different topics and Mm -hmm. i think that's what made it like the best yeah we went from um two sisters uh (laughs) like loving each other and and reminiscing about their father to death by squirt yeah so so. (laughs) i love how you were like oh get the kids out of the theater get the kids out of the room for this one Hide your kids hide your kids this is yeah then because i was like huh you guys brought your kids huh Right, right. you do know who I am. You do know my style of humor, don't you? Now they do. Now they're never coming back. (laughs) No. So yeah, no. I was I was very proud of it. I was very proud of it. So so yeah, not to feed myself more, uh, but yes, that that was the best part. And you know, meeting other filmmakers that I had talked to and all that stuff. It's all it's all awesome. 
Yeah, and connecting them as well. I think uh, a Wish Upon now, a Disco Ball is also going to get distribution because of people that, you know, were introduced. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, then and yeah, we also got to meet uh, distributors. They put mm -hmm. distributors in the mix with with filmmakers. It's it, it's a great thing. It was definitely a great thing. Yeah. Um, and it's the thirtieth. There was parties. There was swag. There was free drinks. Uh, there was after parties. There was there was all kinds. Of, there was opening night parties. We got to hang out with Sonora Dinamita, which is uh, <sighs> you know with with the OG. That's so cool. From Medellin. Mm -hmm. Um. So. So yeah, I got to show off the. I got to show off my Colombian tattoo, and then for the Uruguayan your, your filmmakers, I got to show yep. off the Uruguayan tattoo. It was great. I loved it. Awesome. Um, and then stickers, giving away stickers. Oh yeah, they were everywhere. They were everywhere, giving away stickers, <laughs> growing the brand. I love um, it. And I am, um, I am. Just we talked earlier about because. Um, so thank you for everybody that's joining us. Thank you for everybody that's following us. If it's the first time you've joined us, and if you heard about us or you met us during the festival we appreciate you guys touching base stopping mm -hmm. by watching our live stream uh make sure that you guys are following me hente show everywhere on instagram on twitter on mm -hmm. youtube at me hente show on facebook at me hente show literally the same handle everywhere um if you miss any of our shows they're going to be posted to the new me hente youtube page as well we also post clips and funny segments as well there Mm -hmm. um and we will be broadcasting live from that youtube as well as this one eventually uh we're still on twitch we're still on facebook seeing how those turn turn out you know but you know yeah so don't so but the easiest way to find us is just wherever you get your content follow me hent the show and then look for me hent the show wherever you're listening to your podcast yeah um i sat there with a bunch of people and i was like and literally they i would give them the the, the circle sticker and they're like yeah this is cool and then i would show them the other so i said this sticker <laughs> it's, it's for people that are already subscribed to us uh -huh. uh, and then they'd be like oh I, I, where do you listen to podcasts and they would say spotify so i was like i'll oh, pull it up and then they would go like this boom 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 boom. they would pull it up yeah they would hit follow and i would give them one of the cool stickers so hopefully and and you know what even though we haven't been dropping a lot of uh, episodes over the last couple of weeks we still the the, the podcast is still doing good numbers yeah, um, it's been growing um and i'm gonna lay down the challenge here um, Ooh, what are you gonna do, Lou? Here, let me fix my dog. You riff, continue. I'll be back. All right. Well, now that Sophia's gone, uh, so what I'm going to do, and this is going to be a challenge for all you to help me grow the channel and grow all our channels, is our next goal as a podcast is to reach 1,000 downloads per episode. So if you do enjoy our podcast, if you enjoy, enjoy our streams, make sure that whatever it is that you use to download episodes for podcasts, you listen there and that you download our episodes, you rate them, you give them a like, all that good stuff helps us out tremendously, mostly that you listen. Because the more hours that we get listening on iTunes, on Spotify, it helps us out grow. And the other goal is to be able to monetize the podcast. And to do that, we need to get to 1,000 downloads, but you also need to get to 1,000 subscribers. And we are 700, 600 and we might be 666 away. Uh, 600 and something. Downloads up, Podbean? No, no, no. I mean, uh, for YouTube. So we need to oh. monetize on, on YouTube as well as, as as other venues. But the closest one we are is on, on, on YouTube. Um, so if we hit or once we hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, we're going to be doing a nice giveaway. And I will be eating 30-year-old gum. 
Shut the fuck up. Where did you get 30-year-old gum, bro? So, oh, yes! Let's open that. So I have these. Uh, I had found these when I was looking around for stuff. I have this and I have another one for Alf. These are old school. Um, you know how old school baseball cards used to have with a stick of gum. You yeah. can, you can right here is, I don't, you can't see the crease, but there's a piece of gum right here that awesome. is literally 30 something years old. Cause these came out like in 1998 or something. Nice. So I will eat 1988. This is from this is an 88. So if we once we hit a thousand subscribers on uh, this is for Team Burrito. Once we hit a thousand subscribers our, on, on on our Team Burrito YouTube page and we're able to monetize, mm -hmm. I will eat on stream mm -hmm. eighty gum from 19, from nineteen eighty eight. So right. this is this gum is 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 older than Sophia. It's yeah, older definitely. Than, is older than most of our. It is listeners and viewers. Thirty-five years old. It's thirty-five year old. It's a uh, it's milf gum. <laughs> it's seasoned. It's seasoned gum. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see if that incentivizes you to hit that subscribe button if you're there watching. You hit that subscribe button. I love it. Help me eat bad gum. It's oh man, your stomach is not gonna be happy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna chew it up on screen, and then I'm gonna let it grow a tree in my stomach. As <laughs> yeah, as. exactly. Are you though? I feel like it's gonna be dirt. It's gonna be dust. It's gonna go. Pfft. You think so? No, I, think I don't know. I don't know, man. There's so many chemicals in that stuff. Preservatives. Okay. It'll be interesting. Hmm. It'll be interesting. I have that one, and then I have another one. I have a. I have a couple of these that I just collected over the years at Comic Con. But I just I cleaned. I was cleaning out some some chats keys and stuff that I nice. had, and I was like, I might use this for uh, for a bit. Yeah. Are you going to Comic Con this year, by the way? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be like, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be live giving away tickets. Hey. All right. So, um, getting rid of the live stuff. There's a couple of major stories that I think we should kind of cover. Yeah. Um, how are we gonna do this? Because we missed a few weeks. Are we going backwards? Forward? Well, I have, I have tabs. I've been sort of, um, I've, I'm gonna pick like five or six of them, and then the rest will, will kind of let, uh, let go. I think the major stories that. Our stuff that's normally covered and people ask me about this was the Bad Bunny story. <laughs> uh, the, the Bad Bunny stuff. There's the Trump stuff, obviously. Um, so I think we'll we'll start with those two and then we'll we'll get um we'll get any other and then I'll, I'll pick another couple of tabs here and then we'll just wrap that up and then we'll get back on schedule with news and culture reacting from a Latino perspective after that. Yes. So what would you like to start with? You like to start uh with Trump or Bad Bunny? Ooh, ooh, that is rough. That is rough. Uh, let's start. Let's start with uh, Bad Bunny. All right, Bad Bunny news. Uh, so the latest in Baboni. Baboni. In Baboni is that he is that he is now with Kendall Jenner. Yeah, right? allegedly. I think it's still alleged, but yes, there's pictures. Uh, there's pictures. Yes. <laughs> All right, and then he might have been coming for her ex, who what? is um, Devin Booker, who plays for the Phoenix Suns. All oh, right. Um, this is a clip I found about it. 
So you all know Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny have been stepping out together for a few weeks now, and despite them not being the internet's favorite couple, they still seem to be going strong. So strong, in fact, that Bad Bunny is out here seemingly shading Kendall's ex, Devin Booker. You see, Bad Bunny was recently featured on Eladio Cardion's track, Coco Chanel, and one of his lines in this feature translates to, quote, I'm not bad, baby, that's a gimmick, but the sun in Puerto Rico is hotter than Phoenix. Just to clarify, Kendall's ex plays with Phoenix Sun, so now you can see the not-so-subtle shade, in my opinion. Later on in the track, Bad Bunny also references how Scorpio women are dangerous. And yes, people, Kendall is a Scorpio. So yeah, you guys, I think it's safe to say if Bad Bunny is out here rapping about Kendall and shading her ex, the two are definitely still going strong, which I already know is going to make a lot of people upset. So you all know. All right. So why why do people hate this so much? <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. Um, I think people hate it for well multiple reasons. Um, the first one being that Bad Bunny has kind of grown and cemented himself to be this like um, activist musician. So he's not only like a rapper. You know, he's we, he's not like Anuel AA, whatever. Just you know, he's like he's actually raps about you know substantive stuff and has a charity has helped puerto rico after the flood um has done mild milestones for fucking um lgbtq rights um especially latino america which we are very machistas and it's a very slow progress and he literally has done drag he he does not give a fuck and so i think that a lot of people in latino culture see him as like not only a, a rapper reggaetonero they see him as like, you know, someone who is an activist and has substance to them. Por la and then, yeah, por la cultura. He does a lot of stuff like that. And so then you have Kendall Jenner, who is the complete opposite of that. She is literally famous for being famous. She has the 818 tequila. So she has appropriated our culture multiple times. Um, she doesn't speak a lick of Spanish and he doesn't speak English well. So we're just kind of like, they're not even communicating. So a lot of people are just like, this is definitely a publicity stunt. Like it doesn't feel real. Um, but you know, then my, for me personally, I'm like, then my humanity kicks in and I'm like, I don't know who they are. I don't know them personally. So they, you know, who, who knows? They might be happy and that's good for them. But it's an odd, it's an odd couple. It's not someone that you would put together or want to be together or root for. So <laughs> it's just Ooh. weird, man. And then to add it on is like the timing and the pictures are also kind of like you you just think that like, okay, they're doing it for publicity for sure. Like the, this is yeah. Chris Jenner calling his PR team and being like, oh, hey, you're going to be in LA for a few weeks. How about we hey, put these two together? She's the only how single one left. Right. The only single Kardashian. So I think she's and she was the one that it. she was the one that did the the Pepsi can, right? Like she she yeah. sa she, she saved racial justice with like it's, giving the cop a Pepsi. Oh yeah, she gave cops a Pepsi, and now there's no racism in the world. So you know, maybe she is an activist after all. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, what do you think? Like she saved the world one tequila, one whitewashed well, tequila at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. In the commercial of like her in the agave farms with like all the Mexican mm, workers. The like, oh. on the horse. I know. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No, this is not the person that we want our Benito to be with. Okay. A lot of people are like, people are jealous or whatever. No, no, no. It's not that. It's just, it's an odd coupling. You know, I wouldn't want Bernie Sanders to be with a Kardashian either. Right. No, <laughs> not that so, I'm comparing the two, but you know. I mean, it's, it's almost like he's just like, he's gotten 
so many different kinds of pussy that he's probably just like, like I wonder what billionaire pussy tastes like. Exactly. Know? And that's what I was I was having. Okay, now we're getting crass. Because yes, um, I literally was talking talking about this with my friends the other day, explaining to my Caucasian friends why, you know, Latinos are hating on it. And then I was like, but in his defense, if I was rich, had more money than God, no one was actually like wanting to date me for me. And I was in L.A., I might just get bored enough and be like, hey, let me go see what how the billionaires are living and get into those worlds and just, you know, fuck a few people here and there and then. Right. And then get out, you know, would it have been more would it would it have been less less uh, hated on if it had been like Kim? Ooh, okay. Because then he's going out, then he's then he's then he's following up uh, Skeet. uh, uh, Pete Davidson. And, and Kanye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say for the people that care about the caliber of person, they might care. They might see it as more of a fitting of a fit mm-hmm. with Kim. Cause, but I think the people that are caring about it as in like, this is appropriation. This is not a equal coupling or whatever. I don't think they would be swayed. I think it's just the fact that it's a Kardashian, you know? Yeah. Dinner, whatever. But I think, I think it's... It, yeah. it's- and it's one of the lower ones, right? It's one of the yeah, the yeah. It's not even the it's not even the top one, but you it's know, a baby Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also like you know, aesthetically not what he would. Well, no, I guess he does go for the thinner women, but he likes them thick. You know, it's kind of like man, you couldn't even. I don't know. Get someone with a big booty. So weigh in. Let me know what you guys think. Is 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 this a is this a is this a baboni or is this a gooboni? Gooboni uh, or baboni? It's a board. It's a board bunny. It's a board ape. It's a board bunny. Board, board, rich bunny, board, rich bunny, trying to see what that billionaire nuss tastes like <laughs> or something. I don't know. He's trying to. I don't know, man. He's trying to. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, like, because look, he can literally just go to his concerts, say you, 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 and then mm-hmm. ah, you know, like he can write. Yeah, he can write his own ticket. Yeah, it's kind of uh, you know, it's kind of like when um, este way, cómo se llama, George Clooney got with Amal, uh, his his wife. Everyone was so fucking shocked, but also happy because we were low-key expecting him to end up with a, a 20-year-old dumb model. Right. And I'm like, bro, you went for the lawyer active. Like, she's too good for you. That's cool. Yeah, you no, know? no, it was, it was yeah, she, he's it was the impressive. one that, that got lucky in that one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of what we're all rooting for him to do. Like, once you do impregnate someone, please let it be someone that's cool. And so it's kind of like, I feel it like it's like my little brother. Like, when my little brother brought home his girlfriend, I was like, okay, she's awesome. I love that. Yeah. She if she had been Kendall Jenner, though, I would have been like, oh. Well, yeah, we met her, right? She's cute. She's cool. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it all. It, there's some to that because it's like, Right, but when are you gonna start getting worried? You get start worried if it lasts for like two, three months, and it's like you'll see I that TMZ story. The Balboni Kendall Jenner relationship has fizzled see. out. You know, you you're waiting for that. For I'm like, waiting for that. Like, that yeah. Relief, right. Like if it, if they get serious, like fall in love, like they just, oh my god, that'd be so. Horrible. Could you imagine? Because you know, you know another one. Um, you know another one that I I could have sworn I would have died on this hill. This is definitely a PR stunt. Was esta Eva Mendes and Ryan Gosling. Mm. and it's not because it doesn't make sense they're both hot they're it makes sense but it's just it was so weird to have two two perfectly attractive people come together yeah, yeah, yeah. and the pictures were so staged we that so i was happy. like i was like no way i was like this is totally staged and then she got pregnant and now they're like married and have like kids and i'm like oh damn was yeah. i wrong <laughs> damn you ryan gosling 
Yeah. Good for him. Good for her. Good oh my god. Her good kids must be gorgeous. All right. Anyway. Uh, okay. So my thoughts on that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I it was out of my radar, but then in, uh, in the a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people were like, "Oh, so what's your guys' take on that?" And I was like, "We haven't streamed, so I'm sure we would have brought it up." But yeah. But um. But yeah. So it's a little bit off my radar, but. You know, we we like to kick it with the Utes, so with the Utes, with the Utes. Uh, yeah, it was that one in the Selena Gomez tea too. They were like, "What do you guys think about that? Are you gonna talk about it?" Leave Selena Gomez alone. I know, right? <laughs> Let her eat cake. Let her get chunky if she wants to. Whatever. And that's the thing. Wants. He's going against Selena. If he would have dated Selena Gomez instead of Kendall, I think we Ooh, would be happy. The internet would have been on fire. It would have been great, but he dated Kendall, and it's like, bro, she is literally directly bullying Selena Gomez. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, so we lost a Florida man, but we gained a North Carolina man. And Kurt, uh, Kenny stopping by saying uh, six nine getting jumped in the in the in the gym. Yes, yes. Uh, Takashi six nine got jumped uh, in a LA Fitness of all places. What? I would have thought he would have been in an Equinox or something in Florida. Exactly. And the people, and this is kind of an interesting because uh, he he snitched on people in New York. And then he was in California and then he was out of the place and this and that. And then it was some people in Florida that jumped him just because of his reputation as a snitch. Um, and he was at an LA fitness, which was not, I mean, not even a 24 hour fitness an LA fitness. I know it's like, we it, it, only, only would have been worse if it was a planet fitness. If it would have been a planet fitness, and he had like yeah. a nine ninety nine membership and it yeah. like, you know, like, and he was like, Working out like in a bubble jacket, it was weird. Um, <laughs> but he got bloodied up. He got stomped out pretty good. Wow, and, really? But then we also have a self. And then okay, you're you're beating up the guy because he's a snitch. Mm -hmm. But then you're recording it, and you're so, self snitching on yourself while you're beating somebody down. Make it make sense. So it's like you wanted to beat him up, but you also wanted the clout. Yeah. You wanted to beat him down, but you also wanted the clout. So you self snitch. And now, and now people are going to know who you are. So somebody's going to snitch on you and be like, I know that I know that IG because you had to post it somewhere. And now there's people that are setting up GoFundMe for the guys that beat them up to help with their legal costs. It's a it's weird. Damn, people hate him that much. Wow. Yeah, they're basically saying we they, there was a there was a movement to start a um, to start a. Go fund me for these guys. Orale, wow. That's not what you do. Don't do that, mi gente. Invest your money elsewhere. <laughs> All right. So this was a video that I had popped up as we're just gonna breeze through a couple of things here. This is something Let's that I saw it. when we're talking okay. now that we're talking relationships. The biggest thing that like annoys me you hear that? the whole dating world is yeah. like fucking talking stages. Like that shit's so annoying. Like the whole like what specifically? Just like the fact of just like you like I don't know how to word this. Like in the talking stages, and it's just like you're like labeled that, and it's like people like are considered like you can't like you're just like confused, and like most of the time like the girl gets like attached or something, and they like see it like it's gonna lead to a relationship, and it's always not. And it's, it's just, just like, like that's like my biggest thing. thing. Like I just hate the whole like how like talking stages are so like normalized. Like traditional dating does not exist in this generation. I think like the biggest thing like. All right. So she was listen just for 
just to go on the record, I would listen to her spout gibberish for many hours at a time. No, Lou, any, you do not comment on her body. <laughs> not, not, no issues there. With her. She can talk. She oh can be as dumb God. as she wants to be. But she's trying to sort of put her finger on why she hates, like, what the talking fuck is she talking about? Yeah, so. I listen, I think I understand. Um, sometimes, you know, you don't know how to put your thoughts into words. That is hard. But I think I totally understand the the frustration that comes with talking stages. I've been in a million endless talking stages. And she is correct that there is confusion that comes with it. And it's a waste of everyone's time. And you're kind of in limbo. And you're neither here nor there. You're not a, a relationship and you're not single, and then there's drama, confusion, heartbreak, all of the above. Um, it's fun for the whole family, really. Um, I vibe with her. I just don't think she had the vocabulary to say her feelings and thoughts, and I feel bad <laughs> making That's fun fair. of her. I'll vibe with her. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, no, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, it's like uh, when you can't really put your finger on it. Yeah, and you're and and you, and you're having all these deep feelings, and you have you just can't word it. You're like, I just, I, you know, when you when you when this and that, and then where's the skate? It happens to the best. The other of thing, us. the other thing. What are your uh, thoughts on talking stages? Uh, you know what? That was like topic. a big thing, like in the nineties. I guess that's when I first started hearing that. When it was just like, yeah, we're just talking, we're just talking, we're just talking, mm -hmm. and it's the flirting stage. I guess it's now it's like you're in their DMs, right? We're just, mm -hmm. you know, you just it's so easy to because back then you had to put in some effort to get to the talking stage because you got to You had to get the number. You had to be able to connect and stuff like that. Now, anybody can really be in a talking stage because you see somebody you meet with them, you're on Instagram, you can send them a message and then just kind of see how the vibe goes there. Right. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So but then I think she's referring to more of a talking stage where you're kind of intermixing a little bit more right where there's a little happening maybe a, yeah maybe a, uh, like a drunk yeah it's very common well no not even that it's like literally it it will happen where people are full-on going on dates taking mm -hmm. each other to weddings basically dating but it's not official because they don't want to take that step to like make it serious or be monogamous mm -hmm. um realistically they want to so so the talking stage can get drag, dragged on for months i've seen it and it's hard can, out here. It's yeah, no, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Right, I know right. how we're it just goes. talking. What do you mean? Oh, him? No, we're just talking. We're, we're just, just talking. talking. Yeah, and well, it leaves you available. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Do you like to define the relationship early? Is that do you try to is there a way to address that? Like, or or do you have to get to a point where you be like, all right, what is this? Is this just a Yes. So my patience has ran out. Guys, I am pushing 30 here. All right. You're Your girl ain't got clock. the patience I used to. Okay. Biological no, it's not the biological clock. clock. It's no, it's just my patience has ran out. Like this year, I'm very intentional about being single. Um, I just have no patience. Um, but before I would be one of those girls that like was so patient. Like, oh, I think one guy I talked to, I was in the talking stage for with for like six months and then we and then oh. we defined the relationship yeah literally like met each other's families like all of that and we were still just talking right and then we defined the relationship and we realized oh yeah that's half a year and then we realized oh this isn't gonna work out we want different things um so i'm like yeah nowadays it's like hi nice to meet you what do you want <laughs> 
What is this? Where where is this heading? What do you want? Just tell me your intentions now. Oh, that? Okay, cool. It either works out or not. Or either it's like, all right, let's continue. Or like, oh no, no thanks. But yeah. Just DTR early, kids. All right. DTR. Mm -hmm. Define the Those relationship. Defi oh, I'm learning. Define the relationship I'm early, baby. Okay. That just reminded me of a tab that I close, uh, which is about uh, algo speak, code words for TikTok followers that they use to avoid algorithm bans. <gasps> I love yeah. that. We'll save that I for another. We'll save that. I know the R word a lot of people say grape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why that came to mind. I'm sorry. That is so dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, mascara for sex or sex. Ooh, I did not know that. So I don't know what the kids are saying. Yeah, you're getting close to being old like me. Yes, I know. It was so funny because during the festival, um, what were the people, the Gen Zers that came up to us? And we were like, we have two generations on the show, Gen X and Millennial. And they're like, you need a Gen Z correspondent. I was like, yeah. yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, Oscar and Beto and his wife. Uh, they yeah. are some really talented filmmakers. They were uh, I, I put one them. of their movies in a festival last year. I think they're, they're hopefully yeah they're really they're really cool. Super talented. I want to. I do eventually. We should do a Gen Z segment just where they they mansplain the shit out of their generation. Yeah, we're, definitely they're invited. All right, uh, let me let's pop through some more of these. Uh, this boy. is caucasity again. I made the conscious decision to stop washing my hands. I think when I was in college. Was it college for you? I don't know. That's, that's, the, that's what I remember because one of my good friends from college also doesn't wash her hands. And it was like, wait, we had that body experience. One day I was like, I'm just not going to wash. And she's like, I'm not either. I don't wash my hands. I don't really trust people that wash their hands because no, I don't think it does anything to actually wash. It doesn't do anything to actually wash them. I do wash my thing. Number two. They used to wash them back in like the back way back in the day when they didn't have, you would go to the bathroom around the house. Nobody washed their hands then. And there was less diseases. I sometimes like my What? Water on because I'm, I'm like, I want them to think I'm like disgusting. I'll like text, I'll like turn the water on, like take a text. Right? <laughs> like, like, uh, like, when you're at work and someone that you know goes into the store, you're like, well, I guess I'll fake wash my hands now. We're always in the bathroom. Wow. Like, we also don't shower. I need to. That got increasingly worse and worse as it went on. Uh, not only God. are you nasty, girl, but you're wasting water. Fake wash my hands. I will let the water run and just la, la, la. Fake wash that is hands. disgusting. Oh my god. Yeah, do you think right. that this has anything to do with being Republican and how anti um <laughs> sorry, sorry, I sneezed. Um how anti, you know, vax, anti all anything that is health and you know scientific people are maybe i think that's just nasty like i just like there's i don't know if that's like a white thing white people stand up give me your give me your thoughts on this because i not, give me give me the not all white people do this um yes. but but it's just sometimes they're like oh we don't we only bathe our, our son every few days if they need to like they're like yeah. i don't know I, I don't know if it's a crystal mommy thing or something or if mm -hmm. it's just a new age nasty fucking person thing but yeah like Wash your fucking hands. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I I will never knock uh, environmentalists, all right? So if you want to yeah. save water, by all means. Listen, we, but... I grew up in New York during a water crisis, and it was literally, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, wash it down. Wash it down. That, was, that yeah. was it. That was it. You, so I, I I'd still that to the, do this day sometimes. People are like, come on, man. We're not in a fucking water crisis anymore. I'm like, I just don't like wasting the water. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. listen, wasting the water. For me, the issue is wasting the water and fake washing your hands. Like, if you want to be nasty, just be proud to be nasty. You yeah, know? but that's so gross, too, because, like, how much, like, think about all the things that we touch on a daily basis, and you're, oh, man, you're just not going to wash your hands. Like, we need to sanitize and wash our hands probably once every hour, at least. Like, mm. the things we touch, it's all it's all gross. And, yeah, that's so weird. I understand they're not washing they're not showering every day. I think scientifically that's good for your skin, but it's also like, no, your hands are di- are dirty. And also that's stupid that you think that they didn't have dis- more diseases before. That's just not correct, but okay. It's just like, yeah, they didn't wash their hands and they were so healthy. That's crazy. This is, this is a tale of two pictures. This is um, the, I think the governor in Minnesota uh, signing the law for kids school lunches. And then this is the governor of Arkansas signing a bill that will reduce uh, regulations on child labor. <laughs> oh my God, bro! The kids, the kids look so miserable. They're so like, I can, uh, blink twice if you need help. And then here they're like, "Yay, Yay food for us!" Food. Yes, oh we won't starve. God. Republicans that get so mad about free school lunches is very weird to me. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes no a, sense. Pick a, pick, pick a better battle. Because you, you know, you say you care about, you know, all lives matter. You say you care about abortion, but then you, this once is a kid the, is born. Once a kid is born, you need to feed it. You need to give it health care. You need to. It's not about just like forcing them into the world to suffer and to starve. Like, um, so basically the thing that changes in Arkansas is that you don't 16 and up, you don't need a permit for employment. Um, and you also don't have to check ages as, as rigorously. So it basically, it just opens it up for like younger kids to be out there. The children crave the minds. Mm. They crave the workforce. They want it. Jesus. You know? So, so let's we're rolling it back. There's so many older people that are unemployed and you're going to get kids to work. Come on. And then also. I don't even have to mention how unethical it is to have a child work. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea how many tabs are so good, but we don't have a lot of time today. Oh, just, I we know. have so many, so many good topics that we didn't cover. I know. All right. And All right, we're just gonna yeah, continue. Yeah, don't worry. Also, another thing to comic count. Um we met uh Lalo Alcaraz, who was on the podcast. I got yes. the last print I got signed by him, which mm-hmm. is fucking super dope. Um, and he will be on the show. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a he's a dope ass. So follow Lalo Arcaraz. Um, I love we him. have a friend of ours that's going to be on the show soon. Her name is Andy Kuklith. Um, If you go mm-hmm. to Kickstarter, if you feel like helping them out, they have something called Accidental Aliens. I'll throw the link in the chat real quick. But they are doing a GoFund. They're doing a Kickstarter for their next anthology. We're going to be supporting them and having her on the show next week. She is a badass comic book artist, and if you support, you can get a lot of cool stuff. Um, you can get pictures, stickers, versions of the mm-hmm. book, stuff like that. But uh, Accidental Aliens, it is a cool, uh, it's a cool comic book uh, sort of collaborative here in San Diego. That's Andy. I've worked with her. She's a badass editor, and she also yeah. works for the news. Uh, so let's go ahead and support her. If you have a couple of bucks, jump on there, give them a like, give yeah, them a support. Yeah, in- in- instead of uh, doing the sixty-nine, uh... <laughs> what what is it? His he didn't have a Kickstarter. He had a. No, they had a Kickstarter for the guys who beat him up. They, who beat uh, him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's quickly touch on this. Um, so Wednesday, uh, Jenna Ortega, uh, Jenna Ortega, this is the New York Post article, should have killed. 
her career, but they won't. Basically, Jenna Ortega did an episode leading up to uh, after you know <laughs> Wednesday, etc. We added her to the to the opening song. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went on a podcast and she basically said that she was changing lines on the go that didn't make sense to her. The love triangle, these other things. She sort of you know she sort of went kicking and screaming with some plot points, and in some of the other ones, she just sort of. So some people were saying that was brave of her and. You know, she's a star. She's taking, mm-hmm. she's using her clout. Uh, and some people were basically saying it was unprofessional of her. Right. You know, so basically some people were even had the take that I saw on Twitter, which is like when Jenna Ortega goes from being like, oh, I hope I can get her on this project to not wanting to work with her, you mm-hmm. know? So she got a little backlash. Her star was rising pretty fast. So you expect a little backlash on that. But um, yeah. what are your thoughts specifically on her? Um, making the statements that she that she was changing things on the go that she didn't yeah. like for her character, et cetera. Man, I love this topic and I feel very fucking passionate about it. Um, I think that people need to sh- fucking shut the fuck up and stop attacking her. That's what I think. I am pro Jenna Ortega in this after having heard all the details. I think that when you are talking about a love triangle, first of all, here's the thing. I don't think she would be as validated if she, if she had changed things and the show was not the second fucking highest viewed show on Netflix. It is no. a hit. It is mm. one of the best shows that I have seen. I didn't like it on episode one. And then I kept going and it turned into one of the best shows I've ever seen. And it was because of that. Because I thought it was fucking leading into some teen drama cheesiness. And it didn't. And now that I know that it was because of Jenna Ortega... I love her. I think that as an actress, we don't get a say and we get forced to say and do things that sometimes are against our character. And I think that writers could be stupid. And unfortunately, in Hollywood, you are supposed to shut up and work. And with her having the stardom that she does, she can do some things and she can change a a script and make it better by all fucking means. I think that the people that are saying it was disrespectful for her to speak on it you're a fucking boomer. Shut up. Like, I'm sorry, but transparency to me will never get clap back. I think that being transparent is difficult and you always get backlash, sadly. And in Hollywood, you are you are applauded for being silent. You're applauded for being stoic. And us doing a podcast, we are very much unveiled. It takes courage in the sense because we are unveiling any facade that we may have. And we are just voicing our opinions and letting people know who we are and i think by her voicing her opinion and letting people know what she did who she is her point of view i'm never gonna knock that i'm just not i knock people like fucking what's that guy that did queen oh the actor or the the actor the actor yeah uh the guy from malik malik rami malik rami Malik. malik yeah so people like him, he has gotten like I I've heard, I've heard the girl from OC went to high school with with him. She uploaded a picture of her and him in high school. His PR team DM turn was like take it down now because it goes against his um public persona. Okay. Shit like that goes on. And so for me, it that infuriates me a lot more than her changing some things. Exactly. Thank you, Rosa. Like she stood her ground, she saw the flaws, she was correct thankfully. And she made the changes that needed to be done. And if that hurts your little ego, writers, I'm so sorry. Be better writers, okay? Because you shouldn't get your actors, you know. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She did the right thing. And she, Can I give you and my And the take? fact that she spoke out, I mean, you can. Yes. I've said what I've said. Mic drop. All right. So I, 
I don't want to. I don't want to shit on her. I don't want to shit on her Sunday, right? So I think she's 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 growing as a star. She's she's got some cloud about her. The show's a hit because of her. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments uh, from people was that you're an, you're on a mediocre show because it's only popular because of some stupid dance or something like that. Yeah, but it is, and it's because of her. Uh, yeah, it says, Jenna, you're in a mediocre spinoff of the Addams Family that's best known for flaming arm dance. TikTok, nothing about it makes sense. No. Well, the viewership makes Sorry. sense. Yeah. You know, the fact that it was popular makes sense. But I'm also, I'm also a writer-director. So if I'm the showrunner on a show that got accepted, that got greenlit, that got funded, because I am the showrunner, I am the writer, there's got to be a balance between the the showrunner not necessarily with the writers because the writers write the episodes the showrunner interprets the episodes the director directs the episodes the actors act right so does she have this much pull early early in her career because this feels like a christian bale like a schwarzenegger like like an a-list star move Mm -hmm. for somebody that might be on her way to being a-list she might be a-list now but um she's definitely a-list now but but I just feel like from a director, from a writer, from a showrunner perspective, I would have a little bit of an issue with her not coming and being part of the creative process. I agree. You know, I think there's better ways to do that than just to, hey, what happened to that line? Oh, I changed it. It doesn't make sense for my character. Okay, well, you know what? Let's sit down before we shoot the next show. And can we go over anything that you're, you know what I mean? Like, that's just from a, from a no, practical perspective as a director. I disagree on that one. It's. In, I think it's. In, I think the only people think they have. It's incredibly unprofessional for her to do that on the go without involving the rest of the team. I have to say that because I'm a director. So yeah, no, I agree, and I, I agree. If I was working with you, who takes that into consideration? Unfortunately, in Hollywood egos are involved, and it's big budgets, and so sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And if she did it and made the show better, I'm sorry, like you know. And I think it was bold of her. The fact that she's not an A-lister makes her even more bold in my book because she could have gone blacklisted and fired. <laughs> she wasn't a big star, so I just kind of look up to her now. Now I'm just like, cool, you're awesome. Rosa says, if somebody would have said something with Selena the series, maybe we would have a stronger series. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. It's, but maybe, it sucked. maybe, it was maybe somebody. Sure, there's there. and Selena could have had some help. You know, um, yeah. no, I just I. I like, like I'm, I'm on both sides of this because I feel like, yeah, go girl, do your thing, you know. You but know. also where, no, I know what you mean, but also Use, where, where is the line? Because then some other people might take this and be emboldened right, because to do literally, the same let's, with let's the say, wrong message. Yeah. Let's say somebody says, hey, we're going to do, uh, Luis, we're doing a remake of, of Slapworthy and mm-hmm. uh, we want you to rewrite it. And uh, Jenna Ortega is going to be playing the Rosa part. And I'd be like, oh, nice. Dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia can be her standing, uh, and then, uh, then <laughs> I would be like, and I would be, but then I, now I'd be like, oh, okay, but is she gonna change all the lines? Is she gonna do this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it does from a practical filmmaker standpoint and from a director standpoint, you could see how writers, directors, showrunners would be like, all right, a cool. little hesitant, yeah, yeah but, but that's she's the, young, that's... she's young, she's flexing her muscles, we, you know, yeah. girl boss and all that, but she, but she's also talented, she's like also the, being, the, she's also being the thing, the thing. The thing, the thing that we're also not including is the fact that she, she's right. You know, when directors make a call and they're right, oh my God, they're gods. They're geniuses. Oh, you know, but when they're wrong, we don't say shit. And they just, and they just tanked millions of dollars, right? And it went down the drain because of a man who, who made a decision, a creative decision, and it failed. So I'm just saying that 
if she took her if if she, if she took whatever power she may have had as an actress and used her voice to make some choices and then were correct as a as a viewer i gain respect as an actress i She's gain respect the the end result justifies the the means yeah i think if she ever can if she continues and then one day she's wrong then maybe the backlash is a little you know maybe maybe that'll be more deserved but i think the writers are idiots i'm sorry most of hollywood don't know what they're doing and they just don't have that voice in the room and for her to do her job as an actress understanding her character and saying hey she wouldn't do that i'm not gonna do that <laughs> that takes balls that takes guts thank you we got a better show for it I'm just saying. All right. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. You better fucking do that shit with me. <laughs> I love you. are saying, don't, don't you be getting any ideas, Sophia. No, when don't I give be you getting any start, When I give you the no, but you and I, but you and I have, But you and I have had uh, disagreements. Remember in the writer's room for uh, for the council? um where i was like oh i yeah. think this i think this is this this joke is a little or whatever and like you you're you're you receive it what i'm saying yeah, is i don't yeah, think yeah. she i don't think she was she was talking to people that receive criticism i think she was against contra la espada y la pared as they say all right here's some pictures for that we're watching here from uh from, oh, 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 my dogs got excited kenny and laura kenny are uh behind the scenes photographer and one of the key members of me hint the show we did some live stream yeah. here's a future guest that we're gonna have maribel uh from yeah. the movie my daca life we met her uh she has uh she's a consultant she's a speaker she's an activist my daca life one of the movies that we saw she's a future guest just like andy uh, and then hey me and kenny me looking all Aww. not not smiling there in a city so sharing some movies why all do i right. not recall I this <laughs> Like, what do you know, call this? It's a bit, uh, all the beer. Was it, it right. two? I forgot. There was some. All right. Days. So one other thing that happened, um, and that I that I wanted to mention is, uh, me had the show got invited to a first time as a show. We got invited to like a sneak peek of something. Mm -hmm. So you were out of town, so I had to go, and How we got it? treated really well. We got to see John Wick four. I loved it. It was really Ooh. really good. I had to pee halfway through, but I held it because I was like, "How long can this movie be?" I don't want to miss anything. So I was like, I'm just going to hold it till the end. Yeah. And then it was very long. So it's no. a great, it was, it's a, it's an, it's not, I mean, John Wick movies. Um, and I saw a cool sort of uh, post about it is that they, they, they exist in this universe. And like, these are the chicks that run like the behind the scenes uh, murder empire. Mm -hmm. They're all like super gay looking. <laughs> and they look yeah. like they're part of a roller derby team and, they use like analog computers and, and, and like they use these types of computers and stuff to like enter stuff. It's a weird universe they created. It's a weird aesthetic where like 90% of the population is assassins. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, but they own it, they claim it and they made a really good movie. Donnie Yen, um, which is a, who's like um, an action movie icon actually got something to do in this movie. His character was really good. And I think it's a great way. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great fourth installment of the franchise. It like, it, it, it really it helped. It, it was awesome. Yes. I like that. I'm hey. glad. Your auntie hey, what's up, Dia? Hey. So okay, it was the first time as a show that we got invited to something like that. Mm -hmm. So That's I was like, we got VIP seats, all the good stuff. It was nice. It was happening. Oh man. I'm so jealous. I couldn't be there. Ah. All That's right. cool. We're going we're gonna to have a couple of the last things and then we'll get out of your way for the time. We just wanted to do a quick catch up stream here mm -hmm. for everybody uh, and to let you guys know that we will be back on a regular streaming schedule. All right. Man breaks up with girlfriend. 
Okay. After he after said girlfriend gets a lap dance from Chris Brown. Oh. So the, the, the quote on this is how I watch my girlfriend up on stage. So UK man goes to uh, <laughs> UK man uh, goes to Chris Brown concert with girlfriend, buys her tickets, spends money. Mm-hmm. And uh, seemingly he decided afterwards to break up with her, even though she thinks she did nothing wrong. <laughs> Weak. Um, so is this a legit reason to break up with somebody? You know what? Um, I think that he's a weak man. I'm sorry. (laughs) If that's bro, if that it it takes that little, if you're that insecure, you can't handle it. You took this woman to a concert. It's a concert. All right. Chris Brown is not taking her away. She's not cheating. Nothing is it's just calm down. It's not that serious. He did he did end up ending the relationship. Ego was that that hurt. That's crazy. Yeah, he was butthurt. He was I'd be like, yeah, babe, let's go. You know, like Fragile male fragility is like wild nowadays. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, listen, man. If if okay, would you dump your your significant other, or would you be like, eh, that's funny? Uh, how long have we been dating? Like, listen, if 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 it, de- like, it depends. Like, know. if she goes up there and then all of a sudden she disappears with him backstage, I'd be like, hey, what? The? But then, like, he goes that's up there, the he, gives her, he gives her a sexy lap dance, and she comes back down to me, and she's all hot and bothered. There's the line. So, yes, if you would have told me she then followed him backstage and was not seen for the night, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, that's and yes. she, w- she wasn't then answering she her phone. We had to go home by yourself. Mm-hmm. All this that's other that's shit. a whole nother conversation. And, sir, I respect you. you yes. Yeah. But and that yes, was not it. it. If it was, yeah, if it was like, come on, she went on stage, like, you know, no. Right. No, I mm. think, you know, either she's for the streets or she, I don't think that means she's for the streets. That just means she took her to a fucking Chris Brown show. You paid for it. And she ended up getting the lap dance from Chris Brown. Yeah. And now you mad and you decided that your ego was hurt. No, get over it. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Uh, so one last thing here before we get to the Trump story, which I want to, I think will take us a couple of minutes to sort of digest, oh, okay. but no, 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 Ms. Wade um, today. We're waiting on the uh, next week. for that. Yeah. One. We're waiting for that one. Yeah we'll, yeah. we'll do that next week. Um, I don't, I didn't even check, but I'm assuming that we haven't promoted mm. it at all, so who knows? That's true. But we're also back uh, up, so who knows? Yeah, we're also back. Maybe. You know, you never know. But I didn't have any set up for today. Um, yeah. So this is a reminder to not put any of your business on the streets. Um, this lady posted that her husband was cheating on her. So she posted a video uh, talking about... We'll spend a day back in Vegas. We were in Vegas. I was there until Monday, and I flew home Tuesday. So... Monday, Monday, we were in Vegas, Vegas together, together after being in Utah all weekend for our anniversary. We had, had a great weekend. weekend. Mm-hmm. Literally, the, the best, best weekend. weekend. Like, like, like I, I, I even made a little profile picture on my Facebook of he and I, and, and named from a cocktail, cocktail garden. garden. And, and I'm like, cheers to the years with my man. He's so loyal. I love him. Well, we had a great weekend. It's time for me to come home. Do you hear my children? Hang on. Sorry, I'm trying to make this as trying to make this as fast as possible because there's so much. Okay, so we had the weekend, beautiful weekend, great anniversary trip. Could have been better. Make a sweet profile picture, like it asked him how happy we are. Our life is great. I thought my life was great. I thought everything was fine. We had some issues last year because he's an idiot. Was not in Fidelity. He's just stupid because he's a man. Okay, all right, okay, ma'am. So, had a great weekend. He stayed. 
He stayed for work. So her man stayed over in Vegas for apparently dinner. He went back to Vanderpump Cocktail Gardens with his work people. It was a work event. And then I guess that decided to go to the strip club. I have nothing against strip clubs. I have something against going to a strip club alone in Vegas while hiding it from your wife. Where are you yelling at me? He's at the strip club. All right. So she spilled this tea on TikTok, right? Give me a little. Uh huh. All right. So. What happens afterwards is she had to ultimately post this video. Holy shit. Hi, everyone. Um, I want to start by saying thank you for all of the love and support and the feminine rage. No. I'm angry and you're angry for me, and I get no. it because I'm, no. I'm, I'm in this too, but... Please, please, my life has been torn upside down. We are a one-income household. I'm a stay-at-home mom. All right. So what happened here? Shut up. She posted her tea about thinking that her husband was cheating on her, right? Then people from the internet began to call her husband's job (gasps) and tried to cancel her husband and try to get him fired. Oh my and God. she ain't got no job. She's a stay-at-home <laughs> mom. So why so are you they, whining? They are now fucking with her money. Stop. Oh, my God. Keep your business off the streets. Bro, that was... Oh, my As God. Brian says, move better. Move better. What the fuck are you doing telling your stories on the people? You know, so... A bunch of fucking people see the video and they're like, oh, what's her? What's her? They dox her. They, they figure dox out who her, she yeah. is. It's not, and they they find her. They start calling her boss. Do you know that Joe Smith is a cheater? And do you what, why do you have wild. him employed? What? What what? What about Joe Smith? I saw on a TikTok. Okay, I, right away I'm hanging up if somebody yeah. calls to, yeah. uh, but you get enough pressure from on a company, even if, if, if her husband's like the best employee, so much hate that she then has to do a follow-up video. And say, yes, my man is cheating on me, maybe, but mm-hmm. stop calling his job. We need but, money. But you're fucking up my life. Please don't threaten and please don't try to call my husband's place of work. You're just going to... You're just gonna get it anywhere. Now, see, now, this I'm sorry. And I never, Sophia, it says right here, please be kind. I'm sorry. I just, oh, this woman. The way it did. Clearly, it struck you a chord with women everywhere. And I talked to my husband today. I talked to him. Talk and to he him. said, Yeah, he said, leave up the story. Anyway. I know. Rosa says she was at uh, watching John Wick Four, and the theater just had a blackout. So uh, she has to rewatch it tomorrow. Oh no! Sorry, that's a bummer. Damn, I have to watch it. Uh, all right. So number one, stop putting your business out on the street, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, maybe no. Never mind. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> I just didn't like her delivery. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that is that the is that the takeaway here? No, I have zero takeaways. I think we're all dumber by watching that. So, 
Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> but yes, well, I think that message don't put your shit on in the internet is good. I just, I just also think if you are, don't be that one. <laughs> there's ways. There's ways to, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, if you're gonna be, you're spilling the tea that your husband might be cheating on you, what do you think? And like, girl, angry, girl like boss, she, girl power, like people are gonna react, right? Like, she's like, the feminine rage you have, thank you for being so kind. I'm like, well, yeah, you, you were the one that you rallied the, the plane. Yes. Yeah, you were, were like, and then, and I have a problem with you being with strippers in Vegas, ma'am. Oh my god, preach, sister. Let's fucking get him fired. Whoa, 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 <laughs> hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> but then they they mess with her money, and she's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. I just wanted to vent to my besties. I, I appreciate the feminine rage from my TikTok followers, but where is this coming from? But I, I don't got a job, I raise kids. <laughs> I ain't trying to get a job. Yeah. So I'm I'm just, I was just venting. I wasn't cancel my husband, fire him because I'm ready to leave and I have a backup plan (laughs) ready. I wasn't that ready. I was just ready to vent to like my 100,000 plus followers. Exactly. Yeah. But please don't don't take any action. This was not a call to action. This was just a rant. She said after directly making it seem like a call to action. I have the feminine rage. The feminine rage. I was like, why are you yelling right now, bro? To keep money. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway. Man. Hey. That was great. Man. All right. So that those are the names. And then one last news story that we have to cover, because you know, uh, is the will they, won't they between the New York City uh, District Attorneys and Donald Trump, our mm. previous president. Mm. Um so mm-hmm. he put out a truth a few days ago saying leak saying he had leaked information that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. He asked huh. for people to protest in New York uh, about the protest. Literally like a dozen people were across. Uh, so nobody came out and he started becoming increasingly, increasingly um, aggressive. And at one in the morning, he put out a tweet, uh, Trump, a truth on his platform on true social um, that said uh, that, death and destruction was going to come to New York city. If he got arrested, like he's literally, he's literally threatening district attorney. And he's just, um, he called uh, the chick that he fucked, uh, stormy Daniels, a horse face. Mm. Um, you know, literally just rage social media, the New York city police department started sort of preparing for unrest Every day this week, it's been like, oh, he's going to get arrested Tuesday. No, he's going to get arrested Wednesday. Oh, no, it's not going to be till next week. It's going to be a couple of weeks, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so have, have you sort of, have you sort of, I mean, we've been having this conversation about when Trump going to get arrested for mm-hmm. years yeah. since he left uh, office. I mean, I, I've been so checked out of it lately, though. But, um, but yeah, I had no idea that he was going off having tantrums and rallying the troops as well. Um, sounds like something he would do. Yeah, I think he also there's also a thing saying that he wants to appear in handcuffs. Then there was all this AI art that started popping up on Twitter because it was um everybody was like um everybody was was sort of anticipating mm-hmm. um that that there was gonna be uh this AI art is fucking insane. I love it though. I, I know I'm not a big fan of AI art, but um Hold on a second. I need to show you this. If you I know you were. Wait, you were Mister Anti AI Art. No, I, I am anti AI art, but I, I do think that in situations like this, where they create uh, like, uh, like good the stuff, shit, like the stuff like that, like 
Trump fighting against the police and and stuff like that. Like it's it, it's there's some there's some good to it. There was some good there was some good uh, Trump arrest AI pictures floating out there. Um, there was a theory that he wanted to uh, appear in handcuffs because he feels that that's going to be like a rallying cry for yeah these were the ones. Oh my god! Uh, Trump running for the cops. Why do they make him look so young and like? Like well, he wouldn't well, be running. That one. He would. He would. He be could not run if he, he wanted running. to. No, there was uh, there was just a lot of stuff happening. Um, so some people think that he wants to appear in cuffs because that's going to help, you know, kind of rally the troops around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are just and and he's literally like inciting violence. It's yeah. it's a very it's weird that he's that he's doing this. So the question is: Is some nut job going to start doing stuff because of this? Um, literally, the first time he said, "I'm going to get arrested Tuesday." All the media went out to Trump Tower and to the DA's office to cover it. Like every media outlet had people out there. And there was a Trump Tower, two people. And at the other place, there was like six or seven people. Like the joke is that nobody came out in protest. Mm-hmm. They were messenger groups where they were like, we're going to surround Mar-a-Lago with rifles and, and this and that. That didn't happen. So do you think that, that yeah, first thing is, do you think anybody's going to be stupid enough to, to try to do something on behalf of Trump? And number two, is his is his is his juice uh waning in his own with his own base i don't know have they I, moved on to the santas the fascists? No, so it, it doesn't seem to be I, I i really wish we could have like stats on all of this because do i think that someone's going to be dumb enough to do something yes i just hope that it's not like too big of a group you know like QAnon and and mm. the proud boys and stuff like that. i hope they don't um join in together uh as far as uh, I think he still has most of the following and the backing from people on the right. I don't know what kind of cult mindset they have, but they love him. And I think DeSantis is doing a good job, though. I think he's I think he's starting to get people on his side. However, the too far gone's the the America needs a civil war people. I think I, I don't think I don't think DeSantis is going to get them. I think Donald Trump is going to do a good job. I'm I'm excited first of all for this for this search for the circus because um, they're going to go head to head. Let me read you this message. Well, DeSantis is also like being out trumping Trump because he I there was a tab that we had. He has a he he proposed a law where if you use anonymous sources, you can be tried. Like he's he's doing he's doing a shitload of fascist shit like there's so much fascism yeah. happening in florida we could do a whole episode Book about banning it. yeah i think yeah. i think he has a good case i hate this because this is like who can be the worst mm-hmm. the race <laughs> to the bottom the race to the bottom for sure but All right, here's here's a tweet that he okay. let off like at one in the morning what kind of person can charge another person in this case a former print let me try to do the most what kind of person can charge another person in this case the former president of the united states who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far, for the Republican Party nomination, with a crime when it is known by all that no crime has been committed, and also known that potential death and destruction in such false charge could be catastrophic for our country. Why and who would do such a thing? Only a degenerate psychopath that truly hates the USA. Mm-hmm. All right. Look at all. Look at all the crazy in that. Also known that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic to the country. I mean, that's basically terroristic threats, right? Yeah. he. It's so crazy how, like, how little he respects democracy. The little democracy that we have left, right? He's uh, just, like, undermining it at every 
turned. He just lo- he lo- he wants to be a dictator so bad. He really does, man. He and, wants us to be the, North Korea. And the whole thing with the his base is that they're supposed to be pro democracy, but they just they're like, we want fascism if it's our guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. like if it's our guy, we're okay with the dictator with all that stuff. If it's not, we don't want no fucking democracy if it's actual democratic. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're over here like, can we just get healthcare? I just want healthcare. I just, guess, I just want. Who, give, who gives a fuck? We're all in the same. Don't you want rock. Why yeah, are we exactly. fighting? Why the fuck are we fighting? Why do we fight? We we're gonna run out of water. Yeah. Because people are fake washing their hands. Exactly, fake washing their hands. What the fuck? I wonder uh, if they take fake showers as well. Oh god! Like, literally, like I will never go down on another white girl for the rest of my life. Until... Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna one up that and make it way worse. So I'm gonna okay, I gotta eat that way. Yeah, like, well, I'll tell you when the camera's off. Sorry, that ladies. Sorry, ladies. Uh, I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to. We, you know. Are we really mehant the show if we don't get canceled at least once an episode? Come listen, on. Listen, listen. We on. love our allies, but come on. Most of the people that are doing this no bath thing are crystal mommies and white girls, and and I'm just a little bit. I'm just. I'm a little scared. I'm a little. I'm a, as a man, <laughs> I'm a little apprehensive about going in there all willy nilly when you're Just saying these statements out loud that you don't wash your hands. Let's not overgeneralize. Unless you do number two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You you're know, right. you're right. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm like to apologize to the white girl community. <laughs> I need an apology segment <laughs> immediately after. You know, <laughs> if I offended you with my refusal to. Go down south in the foreseeable future until I see white people making better statements about cleanliness. You need a fake tear. Then I'm sorry. You know, it's not what Mihenta Show stands for. Don't you know, call my job. It's not my views. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, maybe, well, I mean, maybe if I could see, I need to see you. I need to see you wash your hands or shower. Anyway. Witness. All right. Yeah. And on so that we, note, <laughs> we will keep uh, we will keep an eye out, um, you know, uh, on whatever happens. If he does get arrested, I'm sure it'll be a topic that comes up. All right, late. we'll bring the I'll bring the tequila. All right. Well, maybe we'll have a Trump trial watch party or something. It will some be point. so wasted. Yep. All right. Well, uh, like I said, this was supposed this we we wish this is supposed this is a short stream for us. Ninety minutes. Uh, We're back. <laughs> We're That's back we better than ever. All right, so mm-hmm. we will start dropping uh, audio episodes next week. We honestly, uh, we were so busy, and uh, my my voice was gone. It's still kind of fucked up, uh, but we too. will be able to. We'll, we have new episodes. Probably we have an episode with Chris Estrada audio coming out. We have episodes with some of the uh, things. Uh, please go catch all our clips and all our downloads. We're trying to grow both of our YouTube channels, the Two and Burrito YouTube channel, as well as the New Mihenta Show channel. That for now we'll have all our old episodes and specifically cool clips from the show um and then follow at me show across all your social medias find me to show anywhere you get your podcast etc etc uh a pleasure to have met everybody that we met at the festival this year Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun and i really really uh hope that you guys uh if this is your first time listening to the show or joining the stream you had a good time so anything else sophia that we missed uh no nothing i'm just happy to be back and on a regular schedule I'm excited until your next, until yes. your next vacation. Uh, listen, sir, you are also planning something, so, so no me culpes. Right. 
right. Well, we'll after the, this will be like season two of me at the show. Season you know, two, now, yeah. Now that we yeah. started, season one was like twenty something episodes. Yeah, it's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, gracias, mi gente. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, oh, next yeah. stream will be next Thursday at noon. Mm-hmm. It'll be another early stream with Andy. Make sure that you guys uh, following us, like this, share this, all that good stuff. Big mm-hmm. Chief Burrito, Sofia Carr. Hasta out. luego. Vamos, papá, hay que irnos. Me estoy aguantando desde que pusieron el domo. ¿Puedes esperar? Muchas personas trabajaron en esta película y solo quieren que te aprendas sus nombres de memoria. Y yo quiero asegurarme de que ningún animal resultó lesionado durante la filmación de esta película. ¡Listo! ¡Uy, palomitas en el suelo! Pero parece que nadie tiene algo que decir. Es la primera palabra.